Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back. As we do so many times on this podcast, we're jumping right in. I don't want to waste your time with 10 minutes of banter about random things at the start of an episode. We're jumping right in today. We have what I believe is a really cool topic, kind of three topics, and I think it's going to be incredibly helpful. I would almost guarantee that at some point throughout this episode, you're going to see yourself. You're going to be like, yes, oh my gosh, that is me. That is exactly how I felt. That is exactly what I want to achieve. And the reason I'm so confident that you're going to have that experience is because you're going to hear stories from people who are in the exact same shoes that you are in now or the shoes that you eventually want to be in. So I don't know if you're anything like me, but when I think back to my time in school, like math class, for example, if I were struggling to understand some concept or to to get the right answer to some problem, the teacher could explain and explain things and it kind of made sense, but I was still kind of confused. And then eventually maybe one of my fellow students who had to learn this same concept, this same equation, whatever, they would say, Hey Corey, look, this is what I did, man. I don't know if this helps you, but this has been, you know, this was kind of how I figured out the answer. Or the, oh, and then they explain it and I'm like, Oh, I get it now. I see. Oh, okay. Okay. And it's not that the teacher was doing a bad job. It's just the student went through the same process that I'm trying to go through. The student had to listen to the teacher and learn and kind of figure it out and piece it together on their own. And so now that student is empowered to teach me. And that's exactly what you're going to hear today. You're going to hear from students of mine. (laughs) You're going to hear from people who are in my coaching group, who who have been in the coaching group for months or one person even a year. And you're going to hear, I'm going to read some of their recent posts about struggles they've had, breakthrough, breakthroughs that they might have had. And then I'm going to give you a few big takeaways from these. We're going to talk about how to handle bad days, days that are just rough and tough when you feel kind of depressed or down. We're going to talk about what to do when you don't believe in yourself. Like, how do you handle that? We're going to talk about emotional eating. How in the world are you supposed to overcome emotional eating? and not eat your emotions. And we're going to talk about having no willpower and like, oh my gosh, what? I don't even, I want to lose weight, but I don't have any willpower. I have no willpower. What am I supposed to do? So let's jump right in to the first comment, the first post from a wonderful client. And I'm going to keep these students, these clients' names just to an initial because uh, I, I haven't asked for their permission and I always want to respect their privacy and anyone's privacy. So The first one here is from a man that we'll call B. And B says, so I'm having one of those days. Not sure how long I can keep this up at work. But as I walked back in my office, those dang sugar bomb cupcakes are sitting on the counter. I thought of last night and I told myself the cupcake will not fix my emotions. So it's NWI. Now, for those of you that don't know, NWI is something I've talked about on the podcast, something we talk about in my coaching group. It's just three little letters in W I and it stands for not worth it. 
It's not worth it. It's a quick way to acknowledge to yourself, hey, that food that's staring me down, it's not worth it. So here we go. B's having this incredibly tough day at work, you know, tough overall. And then he says, I walk back in my office and there are those cupcakes sitting on the counter. And he right there, he goes, wait a minute. I told myself the cupcake will not fix my emotions. It is NWI. And then that's not all. He says, I passed the donuts and all of the candy and the chips at Walmart. And then I just grabbed my protein and left. I passed just about every fast food place on the way home. Junk food will not fix emotionally upsetting days for me anymore. I'm going to have my enchilada bean soup and a protein popsicle and then relax to battle again tomorrow. That was his original post. And then the next morning, because who knows, was he successful with this? That was his plan. The next morning, he made this post. He said, I gave myself a gold star this morning. I did not let the horrible day of emotions distract me and turn into a binge. I'm sure none of you know what that's like at all. A horrible day of emotions turning into a binge. He said, I did not let that happen. Probably the first time ever. No tortillas with the soup. No ice cream. I kept my promise to myself. Feels fantastic this morning to not have the added stress of an emotional binge. Have a great new day today. If this old guy can do it, all of you amazing people can do it too. Becoming more and more of a believer in myself. Whew, that's an episode by itself right there, right? That's incredible. So my response to him, what I actually shared in the group, I said, everyone pay attention to these wise words. B stayed in integrity with himself. He kept his promises to himself. And while it might have been challenging in the moment, it was also rewarding. It was rewarding then, and it's super rewarding and invigorating now. He is building mental muscle. That's something we talk about in the group, something you might have heard me talk about here on the podcast. Guys, anytime we show up for ourselves, anytime we stay in integrity with ourselves, which I talked about a lot in recent episodes with self-sabotage and the uh, two or three episodes ago about how to love yourself, how to improve your relationship with yourself. It's all about staying in integrity with yourself, forgiving yourself. That's exactly what this man did. He kept his promises to himself. And while it may have been challenging in the moment, it was also rewarding once he made that decision. And it's super rewarding and invigorating for him now. He's building mental muscle. He's showing himself that he can do it. He's building belief. He said it himself. I'm becoming more and more of a believer in myself. Is there any better feeling in the world than that? I mean, that's incredible. He's seeing that he does indeed have what it takes. He's keeping his promises to himself and improving his relationship with himself. And it is a beautiful thing. So here's, here's the thing, guys. There's a few big takeaways that I don't want you to miss from what he shared and then from my follow-up. Number one, it's the power of community, the power of support and having others there for you. If B had been on this process all by himself, been on this journey all by himself, what's he, what's he going to do? He's having a bad day. He needs to get it out, right? Like he needs to have people go, oh man, look, I'm so sorry, but I'm cheering for you. I'm pulling for you. Oh man, I, God, my day's been that way too. And like, you just inspired me and let's, let's stick through this together. There's tremendous power and community and the support that that brings and having others there for you in those tough times and having others there to cheer you on. 
in that common humanity. Number one, tremendous power in community. Number two, there's tremendous power in getting it out. Guys, so many times our emotions forgive uh, the crudeness of this, but so many times our negative emotions are like diarrhea. (laughs) If you try to hold it in, you're going to be miserable. There is power and relief in getting it out. And when you have a community to do that with, you get the added benefit of that community and the support and the encouragement of other people. But even if you don't have a community, just getting it out, writing it down, saying it to someone, oftentimes you'll feel better from that. So many times people in the group, they'll go, oh, I just need to like emotionally dump. And they'll just share what's going on with their day and their life. And then they'll they'll post an hour later and they're like, I just feel better after just sharing that. It just made me feel better. So that's the second thing is the power of getting it out. The third thing, the third big takeaway is that you need to understand that you build belief in yourself by keeping your promises to yourself. Is it any wonder that we just expect our next diet attempt to crumble and fail? Well, no, because we don't believe in ourselves. Why? Because we have tried and failed and tried and failed so many times because we don't keep our promises to ourselves. We don't keep the small promises and we don't keep the bigger promises. Sadly, and I'm not judging you. I'm not berating you. I'm just saying, like, we wonder why we struggle. We wonder why we don't think we have what it takes. We wonder why we can't, why we, you know, it's it's hard to believe in ourselves. Well, it's because we don't show up for ourselves. We don't keep our promises to ourselves. And you build belief in yourself by slowly and gradually keeping small promises to yourself and then keeping slightly larger promises and then continuing this on and on and on. And then the last big takeaway that you cannot miss, (laughs) that is such a huge issue for so many of us, emotional eating doesn't fix the problem. It actually just adds another layer of problems on top of the original problem. Like B said, he said, it feels fantastic this morning to not have the added stress of an emotional binge from yesterday. When it comes to the challenging things of life, my friends, we can choose to face it and process it or try to numb it and escape it. But here's the thing. The escape is temporary and the numbing, it eventually wears off. And then there we are still dealing with those same challenges, those same problems, those same negative emotions. And then what? I mean, let's just think about the phrase, a phrase that I've seen in in my coaching group quite a bit recently. Eat your emotions. Some people say, God, I've always just eaten my emotions. If we just think about that phrase, eat your emotions, if you eat them, they're inside of you. <laughs> that negative stuff, that those negative emotions that you wanted to get rid of, they're now inside of you with all of that food and sugar and fat and carbs and all of that other processed food. Those emotions are intertangled with all that sitting inside of you. And that's not what you want. You want to process and as much as possible move through and move past and release that stuff. Not cram it down inside of you so that it can and it definitely will eventually pop back up later. So the fourth big takeaway, emotional eating doesn't fix the problem. It may seem that way in the short term, but in reality, it actually just adds another layer of problems to the original problem. Okay, next up. Another incredible post from another amazing member of my Inner Circle Coaching Group. Look, if you struggle with the scales, 
you struggle with the all or nothing mindset, and again, if you struggle like B did with believing in yourself, then listen up. Here we go. This is from a lady that we will call G. And she says, I struggle with belief. Belief is a really hard one for me, mainly belief in myself. It is something I have worked hard to challenge over this last year. Believing I can truly achieve my vision and my goals is something that the boy in my brain likes to play on. Before Live Life, Lose Fat, which is the program that I created that we use inside my inner circle, she says, before that, I fell into a massive all or nothing pattern. I was either, God, pay attention, guys. For so many of you, I think this is your story. She says, I was either on a super restrictive diet, reaching for this number on the scales that I've actually reached several times, but never feeling happy about it. Or if it wasn't that, I was binge eating all my emotions until my weight was higher than the last starting weight because the bully was telling me, what's the point? You can't keep it off anyways. You always fail and you have no willpower to keep up with this restrictive diet that makes you skinny. So it's a lose-lose. She goes on to say, I have come a long way in challenging and changing all of that, but I still have a hard time believing in my capability in achieving my vision for myself, my long-term vision, which no longer includes a number on the scale, by the way. Honestly, I no longer care about the number on the scale. The number never made me happy. I always found something in the mirror I didn't like, even at the goal weight. Don't miss this. Turn up the volume, pay attention, write it down, and learn from this wisdom that G is sharing. She says, honestly, I no longer care about the number on the scale because I realized that number never made me happy anyway. I always found something in the mirror that I didn't like even when I was at my goal weight. But what do we do, guys? We keep chasing a goal weight. We can, oh, if I can only get to 125. Oh, if I can only get to 170. Oh, if I can only get below 200. We keep chasing that goal weight. I got news for you. You're still going to find something in the mirror that you don't like because that goal weight may seem to promise you a bunch of stuff, but it doesn't deliver. Okay. G goes on to say, I want to feel healthy and balanced. If the weight drops in the middle of that, it's an added bonus. But I really just want to feel happy in my life. I don't want to feel sick from binge eating my emotions. There we go again with the emotions, right? I also don't want to feel sick from restricting myself to 1,000 calories or less than 25 grams of carbs each day. I want to find balance and peace in my life and really heal my relationship with food. I want to chase my four-and-a-half-year-old without feeling winded. I want to eat the pizza without the shame. I want balance and happiness. Whew. Maybe you want to take a moment and just hit the little back button on your podcast thing where it rewinds like 15 or 30 seconds. Hit it a few times and just listen to all that again because that's freaking incredible. So here was my response to, to G. I said, uh-oh, <laughs> somebody's having a breakthrough. There's such wonderful wisdom here. When I read your updated vision and I see the phrase, I want to feel, and she has feel in all caps. I want to feel, when I see that phrase multiple times, guys, I don't know if you realized it, but she said it multiple times. I want to feel healthy and balanced. 
I don't want to feel sick. I don't want to feel sick from this. I don't want to feel sick from that. I want to feel healthy. I, I don't want to feel winded. So I said, when I read your post and I see the phrase, I want to feel again and again, multiple times, I'm like, yes, she is getting it. The only reason we chase a number on the scale is because we think it will make us feel a certain way. In reality, we're chasing a feeling, not a number. And once we realize we can achieve and have that feeling regardless of the number on the scale, oh my, you better watch out because you've just broken through. You've just broken through, my friends. Hello, pay attention. Are you hearing me? Once you realize that you can achieve and you can have that feeling that you want, regardless of the number on the scale, you've just broken through. And the crazy part is the number becomes less and less important. And as it becomes less and less important, it strangely gets easier and easier to achieve. The less important the number on the scale is for you, the easier and easier it becomes to achieve the number that you want. The easier and easier it becomes to lose weight. It's really kind of a cool side effect. And I wrapped up, I told her, I said, this whole post is amazing. And I hope you see that and I hope you feel that. Because sometimes people have these really incredible like breakthroughs and they think they're just kind of like spouting off and letting, letting off steam or whatever. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. We got to acknowledge this. I hope you see that and I hope you feel that. And then she responded back. She said, Corey, yes, exactly. I want to feel happy. And I've really learned that we chase all these things in life, expecting them to make us happy, and then they don't. I'm really trying to change that. Instead of chasing all these things that I think will make me feel happy, I really just want to be happy. I want to feel healthy, and I want to live in the moment with my kids. I want the boy in my brain to be less and less in my head. I'm seeking balance this year and just being in the moment with my life. That's where I'm at. Okay, a few big takeaways, guys. Don't miss it. Number one, the number never made her happy. The number on the scales never made her happy, and it will never make you happy. And even if it does make you happy, it will be short-lived. Number two, believing in yourself is really hard (laughs) as long as you're stuck in all-or-nothing mode. It's like she was talking about. It didn't matter, you know, where she was at. She says, I always fell into massive all or nothing pattern. I was either on a super restrictive diet, reaching for this number on the scales that I've reached but never made me happy, or I was binge eating all of my emotions until my weight was higher than it was in the first place, and then the bully in her brain beat her up. Guys, but learning to believe in yourself and finding happiness and positive emotions is really, really hard as long as you're stuck in all or nothing because you're all in, and when you're all in, you're eventually going to be miserable. Or you're all out. You're nothing. And when you're nothing, the boy in your brain's going to beat you up. You're going to be miserable. The answer lies in the middle, as you guys have heard me say so many times. So next up, number three. The big, the third big takeaway I don't want you to miss. We're really chasing a feeling, guys, not a number. And that feeling, it comes from the middle, like I just said. That's where the solution is. It comes from balance. Not from forcing some miserable all-or-nothing diet to try to force a number on the scales because we mistakenly think that it will solve our problems and bring a positive feeling. Chasing a number leads you to be out of balance. It leads you to all-or-nothing. And then being out of balance makes it really hard for you to believe in yourself, which makes it really hard for you to be successful with weight loss 
which leads you right back to frantically chasing a number, which leads you right back to being out of balance, stuck in all or nothing with some crazy diet, and the cycle rolls on and on and on. And that is why I do what I do. It's why I take time every week to do this podcast. These episodes don't magically happen, guys. I'm paying attention to what I'm seeing in my group. I'm paying attention to messages I get from all of you podcast listeners. And then I construct episodes that I I hope and pray are helpful for you. It's why I do what I do. It's why I take time to make this podcast. It's why I created my Live Life Lose Fat program, the step-by-step program that we use inside my Inner Circle Coaching Group. It's why I have an actual coaching group and not just some $47 buy this program and do it on your own setup, which in my opinion is pure crap because then you have no support and no help. Honestly, I've had business coaches tell me I could make a lot more money if I just did that because it would require so much less of my time and so much less involvement. But what's the point if you guys aren't having breakthroughs and you're not getting to where you want to be? Here's the thing. I want you to escape that vicious diet cycle that ultimately destroys your belief in yourself and ingrains an unhealthy approach to weight loss. That's what I want. I want you to experience that. I want you to experience balance. I want you to become a believer in yourself. I want you to lose weight. Yes, I do. But I want you to do it the right way, a steady, gradual process that is not self-defeating or unrealistic. I want you to do a sustainable weight loss approach that doesn't make you miserable. And I want you to have fun doing it. (laughs) As bizarre as that may seem for some of you that absolutely hate dieting or you think you hate exercising. Weight loss can be simple and fun. But you have to take the right approach. And all of that brings us to our last segment of today's episode. This is what it looks like, and this is what it sounds like, and this is what it feels like when all of those things happen and they all come together. This is a post from a lady named Jay. We'll call her Jay. And this was a post after she had been in the group one year. And you may be like, one year, Corey? Oh my gosh, that's so long. It took her so long to get results. No, she got results in a few months. But because she's a smart lady, (laughs) she knew, wait a minute, I need time to ingrain this. I need time to really embrace this. I need time to continue to learn. We think we're going to change our entire life in six weeks. Come on, guys. That's not how it happens. So here's what Jay said. She said, hello, Rise family. That's something that we call ourselves inside the group because we're like a family. Hello, Rise family. Well, I'm just about to celebrate, and I mean truly celebrate, my one-year anniversary as a member of this wonderful group. Because of you, I have, and she has a list. She has 10 things listed. Because of you, I have, number one, been supported and encouraged. Number two, I've learned so much about food. Number three, I've counted my blessings each week. Number four, I've been less private about my challenges and struggles. Number five, I've tried more and more vegetables. Number six, I've recognized some crucial personal weaknesses and I've banished the big bully in my brain. And overall, I became more honest with myself. Number seven, I never felt alone in all of this. Number eight, I recognized and acknowledged some personal strengths that I have. Number nine, I had some good laughs along with all of you. Number 10, I developed and have stuck to a good exercise regimen. As a result, I'm healthier, happier, kinder to the present and future me, 
and also I'm several sizes smaller. Amazingly, the size thing became merely a consequence, not my primary goal. How could I even imagine that a year ago? <laughs> Guys, don't miss this. Number one, that's an amazing post, and, and I'm, that's why I do what I do, for people to have results like that. And, but here's the thing. She says, the size thing became merely a consequence, merely a side effect, and not my primary goal. And G said it too. Earlier, she said, I want to feel healthy and balanced. And if the weight drops in the middle of that, well, then it's just an added bonus. My friends, when you do it right, weight loss is almost like a side effect. When you shift your perspective and take a different approach and start changing your brain and suddenly the weight loss isn't nearly as important as it once was and the coolest thing happens, you lose weight without caring about it nearly as much. So many people fall for this idea that losing weight will make everything better. When in reality, making everything else better will make losing weight easier and more fun. If you are tired of chasing a number, if you are weary and fatigued and tired of getting sucked into that vicious diet cycle and the all-or-nothing mindset over and over and over again while it chips away and chips away and deteriorates your belief in yourself. If you're ready for something different, then here's my recommendation. Do something different. <laughs> Don't just start another diet just because you feel like you need to or you should. Don't weigh yourself every day just to check the number so that you can over-restrict your food or over-exercise to punish yourself. Don't try to lose weight fast, for goodness sakes. Stop trying to lose weight fast. And don't fall in with the masses and do some trendy diet that everyone else is doing so that you can hopefully have some impressive before and after pictures to post on Instagram or Facebook in six weeks. Just don't. That's the same old stuff, guys. And it's going to lead to the same old results, which in a nutshell is you further ingraining a few critical lies into your brain. First, to lose weight, I have to go all or nothing and it has to be miserable. Second, when I can't do the extreme all or nothing approach, there's something wrong with me. Not with the approach, there's something wrong with me. So I must not have what it takes and then eventually you don't believe in yourself. And then last but certainly not least, a lie that gets ingrained is that the number on the scales will make you happier and make everything better. G said it perfectly. She said, the number never made me happy. I always found something in the mirror I didn't like, even at my goal weight. So stop, guys. Just stop doing the same stuff over and over and over. But Corey, it's time for the But Corey section of the podcast. But Corey, thanks, man. That's great. I'm supposed to stop. So what do I do? Just eat pizza every day and not worry about it? Like, what? okay, I'm, you tell me to stop, but what am I supposed to do? Here's the thing. Even if you don't do anything else, you're at least clearing your mind and allowing yourself a chance to hopefully see clearly instead of immediately just hopping on some new diet and then more than likely ingraining another failed attempt. You can finally pull back and go, wait a minute, I'm starting to see what Corey says. When I look back, I do have the same pattern. I do the same crap over and over and over again. And then I, and then what, I, I, I just think it's magically going to work one day? What? That makes no sense. This is crazy. So if you do, 
if here's the thing, guys, if if you don't even take any action, if you just don't do anything that you normally do, it will at least bring some clarity. But if you want to actually do something else different, probably the top piece of advice I could give is to stop weighing yourself all the time and instead just focus on doing something positive for you and your body. Go for a walk three times a week. Drink more water. Eat a healthy breakfast every day. Small, simple things like that will help you start to build belief in yourself because you're showing up for yourself. And those are different from your norm. Those are different from what you've always done, and they will make a huge difference in the long run. And then here's the thing. If you're really in it to win it, if you're like, oh my gosh, this, this, yes, like I so feel what everyone shared and this really connects with me. If you really want to make a huge difference in the long run for yourself and you really want to overcome emotional eating and build belief in yourself like B did, or you want to get to a place where the number on the scale no longer haunts you and you're finally happy like G, or if you want to be kinder to yourself, to be kinder to yourself and to also go down several sizes in your clothes like J. If that's what you want, then take a step and commit to yourself. Maybe it's time to become part of my inner circle coaching group. You've been listening to a bunch of, maybe this podcast and a bunch of other podcasts and reading articles and trying to do it all on your own for so long. And it is tough. Most of us, when we're learning new things and making changes in our life, most of us need help. We need guidance and support and encouragement. And that's exactly what we do inside the inner circle coaching group. You get step-by-step guidance, nonstop support where, whenever you have questions and more encouragement than you can handle. Not just from me, but from all the other people like you've heard from today, all those other people who have been in your exact same shoes. So maybe it's time to take that step and stop trying to do it on your own and commit to yourself. If that's you, you can do one of two things. Number one, go to antidietclass.com, choose a time that works for you, and watch my free class where I explain more about the group and kind of behind-the-scenes stuff and how it all works. Or number two, just send an email to support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. I will include that email in the show notes. I will also include the anti-diet class link in the show notes. But you can just shoot an email to support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com and we'll tell you more about the inner circle and answer any and all of your questions that are related. And here's the thing. Maybe that's not you. If you don't want to do either of those, that's perfectly okay. Just do something different like I mentioned earlier and don't fall right back into your old patterns and further ingrain a bunch of crappy stuff that honestly will never lead to long-term results. Friends, I hope this has been helpful. Honestly, I hope to hear from you because I love hearing from you and we love helping people. And I hope that you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you are more than a number. So don't let the scales dictate your mood or determine your emotions because you're so much more than that. And losing weight is amazing, and I love helping people do it, but it's really all about gaining life and living the life you've always wanted because losing weight is really a side effect of that great life. (laughs) It's really cool. And I know you can do it. You may not think you can. You may have ingrained failure, and you may not believe in yourself at all, and that's okay. I know you can do it, and I would love to help you build that belief in yourself. I try to do it on this podcast as much as possible, and I do it on a whole other level inside the coaching group. But please know this as we sign off, you can do it. I don't care how many times you've tried and failed. I believe in you. You can borrow my belief if you need to. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for your time today. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.